Hello and welcome to Get Fit, Stay Healthy. Tina Anderson with you, and this is part two of making fitness fun, effective, and life-changing. All right, so let's move on to going from tolerable to enjoyable. The fun factor comes into play. And to keep it real, I don't mean fun as in a trip to Hawaii or your favorite vacation spot or you know, courtside at Wimbledon, or even fun as in a disco party and beer bongs like you're in your junior year in college. Some of you know what I'm talking about. But here's the deal. We know that consistency is really important. And we know now that there are a lot of tools to help you know that you're doing things the right way. And there's a lot of ways to just start moving more. Now, once you start doing that, you're going to start to feel stronger. You're going to feel better. You're going to even look better, right? So once that starts to happen with your consistency, you will actually start to go from just tolerating the movement to kind of enjoying the movement. For example, walking turns into jogging, and jogging turns into running, and running turns into a triathlon or joining a running club, or it simply morphs into something that you can honestly describe as enjoyable. And I know that sounds strange to some of you if you're not into fitness or you're shaking your head and you're like, really? That'll never happen. Listen, running has never been my first choice, and I can't really do it now because of my back issues and my knee, but I will say the moments when I felt like jogging, I would have such a great run. I would just feel so good to put my headphones on, and if I was feeling it in my body, oh my gosh, it was such a runner's high when I did do it. And in college, when I ran all the time, I had total runner's high. So I can say that I started out walking with a cigarette in my hand. Yes, I did. (laughs) That's how I started my sophomore year and ended up being into totally into jogging and running. Okay, but anyway, let me go back to the point we're talking about, which is making it go from tolerable to fun. If you're going to say to me, I hate exercise, I hate working out, and you think this can't happen, I'm telling you, I've seen it happen over and over again because your body starts to release endorphins. It doesn't become so difficult, and you create muscle memory, and your body knows what to do for you. It starts to do it for you. The next thing you know, wow, this isn't so hard, and you start to feel really good. It's sort of like um, also working on a jigsaw puzzle. It's challenging. It's frustrating. But as it comes together and the picture starts to happen, it, it's fun too, right? It's the same sort of thing. And it happens pretty much to all of us if we are consistent. And then you know what else happens as this starts to become fun? The redundant hardcore training that we sometimes decide we want to do or jump into, a lot of us do, We can do that even if we don't feel like it, even if we're not having a fun day, right? Like, oh my gosh. And trust me, I can't tell you the number of times I have gotten my car, driven to the gym, and it's everything I have to do it because it's absolutely what I don't want to be doing. But I have enough of the background to know how I'm going to feel after I do it, to know the results are awesome, to get myself there. I've developed the habit and I'm aware of the payoffs. So that part doesn't make it fun. But it turns, the, the tolerableness turns into a motivation because you, you know the result of it. So that aspect happens too. So not only do you start to sort of enjoy that feeling, maybe it's not the workout itself, but it's the feeling you get from it. But then the hardcore days, you're able to do those as well. So the days where you're like, oh God, I just can't believe I got to do this. You still do it. And that comes from consistency. And it also comes from your body being able to perform for you. So I have clients also tell me that 
they would never work out if it weren't for me. Like I would never come here. I still hate it. I hate working out. And I look at them during the sessions and I can tell you their body language and their attitude during the training is giving me a completely different message. The picture I see when they ask for more weight, more challenges, or they tell me they feel good about progressing, or they love the way they feel during and after, or they can't believe they picked up a bigger barbell. That's all about the exercise becoming kind of fun and enjoyable in a weird way where it started out as something they hated. And even the people who tell me they still hate it, they don't really hate it. I'm just telling you they don't hate it. It's, that's not the right term for it. And it's more than tolerating it at that point. The body changes might be slow, but you'll sustain all that if your body is giving you the right messages. And it happens if you're consistent. So if you start by just moving the shopping cart faster and putting away five more carts for someone, and the next day you do it again, and you go up the stairs five more times, and you wake up that morning and you're a little bit sore, but your body is saying to you, thank you for waking us up. The muscles are working a little bit more. You'll probably be a little motivated and you'll keep going. And then it'll you'll get stronger and stronger. And your thoughts will change too. They'll move from, oh my gosh, I got to move. I got to exercise and I hate this and it's so hard and I'm so uncomfortable. And my body doesn't like it to, okay, it's time to move. And the message, the subconscious message is, I know I'm going to feel good. And I know that my body's changing. And I know that after I'm done, I'm going to get a little endorphin release. And I know that I'm doing something good for myself and I can feel it. That's what's going to start happening. And that is what I'm talking about in the fun factor. It's not really fun as in what we think of fun, but it does become enjoyable in a really weird way. And then for some of us, it becomes really enjoyable, especially fitness classes. Like, you know, people tell me, I love spin. I love spin too. I love turbo kick. I love body pump. I love kickboxing. It's fun. If you find a fitness class, I love to go on a hike. I love mountain biking. I love bowling. You know what? If you're a bowler, I would like you to take your bowling ball and carry it all the way to the end of the parking lot and back. How about that? In your bag. Go one way in the right hand and go the other way in your left hand. Yeah, you're going to get a workout, right? So, hey, you give me any, anything you do, I'll find a way for you to work out more. Come on, that stuff is fun. You're into tennis. I'm going to tell you to do a bunch of drills on the tennis court before or after your tennis match to add more to it. Uh, I hope I've made myself clear on that. Now it's time for your battle plan so we can get you to effective, enjoyable, and consistent training for sure. Okay, this is really, 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 really critical. How to stay consistent, how to get motivated. You need, and I've mentioned it many times before in other podcasts, you need a strong emotional reason to get fit and healthy or to lose weight. I need to get in shape isn't going to cut it probably. I need to lose weight, isn't going to do it probably. Here are your very important questions as we wrap this up. What will change in your life if you get fit and healthy or more fit and healthy? What will change about you and your life and the people around you and the way you live? There's got to be an emotional tie. What's it like to pick out clothes in your closet or go shopping? How does that feel? How will it feel to have more options or to never have to designate a fat section in your closet again or put on fat clothes? What about going on a trip and feeling good at the beach? Picture yourself sitting there going, I don't have a perfect body, but I'm fine. I'm comfortable. What about just being in tank top and shorts feeling good? What about not being embarrassed anymore? What about going to a family picnic and being in shorts and, or a dress and feeling comfortable? 
What about being able to coach your kids' teams and knowing that when you're out on the field, they're proud of you, they admire you, they look up to you? Those are emotional reasons. What about not having diabetes? What about not having a heart attack or stroke? What about all those things? Those are strong emotional ties to your goal. I want you to list one to three goals for the next 90 days, and I want you to write down how you will measure your success. Now, what are your brick walls? What is standing in your way that you need to knock down? What are your issues? What are your obstacles? And how can you be proactive? I don't want you to get to the brick wall and stop. I want you to be ready for it. I want you to look at it and go, really? I'll be going through you, around you, under you, over you, whatever. You are not stopping me this time because they will pop up and grow another ugly head. And you know what? You're going to keep going because the smallest amount of progress is more than you're making if you're sitting your ass on the couch all day or if you're with the same crappy foods all day. Making one change each day or one small change a week, I don't care what it is, Picking a fruit over crackers. Start with something, small changes. Now, what activity or exercise can you start today, tomorrow, or within seven days? I would like to see you start something within a couple days. What tools, resources, or support do you need to do it consistently for 90 days? Because I want you to develop a habit. And a lot of people say you need three weeks. I'd like to see three months, honestly. I have done a lot of things for three weeks, and the habit isn't quite there yet. I fall back. Okay? Walk. Can you do that for 90 days? Do the stairs in your house 10 times every day? Ride your bike more? Park further away? Join a gym you'll actually use? Purchase a home video workout today. One that you'll use. Call a friend that works out and ask for some help. And just say, can I go to the gym with you once? Or can I just get some feedback from you? I think that's a really good start. Who or what will keep you accountable? That friend? That video? How about a before picture? How about telling family what you're doing and friends to keep you accountable? You can email me. I can put you on my beach body list with my customers. It's free. And I'm happy to bug you. I'm happy to send you texts, messages, anything. How are you doing? What's going on? Check in with me. It's part of what I do as a coach. And it's free. How about a contest at work or in your neighborhood? How about blogging your journey to keep you accountable? Get a personal trainer. Join an online organization. Besides Beachbody, which I love, there are tons of them. They're all good. How about Weight Watchers or something like that? If you need that, then use it for Pete's sake. And my final thoughts on making fitness fun, effective, and life-changing. I need to say this, and this is again part two as we wrap up. I understand the battle. I get it. I get it. There are reasons why we do things that are not good, but there, are, there really aren't any excuses because even a moderate level of consistent exercise has benefits. Remember the 15 minutes? I'm not advocating just 15 minutes, but I am telling you 15 minutes has benefits And if you're a non-exerciser, come on now. Here's something very close to my heart too. You owe those who love you and those you love. You owe them the gift of your own good health and longevity. You owe them. How dare you not live your life better? How dare you be that selfish? Do it for someone else. 
It's as simple as moving your body and getting out of breath. You can make small, simple, easy modifications to your current lifestyle and extend your quality of living and your time on this earth, and you can enjoy the process while you do it. You can learn to enjoy this, and I've given you a lot of ways to do it. You pick the right activity. If you love being outside, absolutely love walking, don't join a gym and start a fitness class inside a small room that's dance choreography. Seriously, don't do it. And vice versa. Approach this with eagerness to find what you like and what you can tolerate and just start doing it. Our bodies are truly amazing. With all the abuse we give them, with the bad foods and the choices and the lack of sleep and the pollution, they're still strong. They still move for us, still do things. Our bodies, oh my goodness, are amazing. So just start doing something. You'll go from tolerating it to really enjoying it. And for some of you, you're already there. You love it. And when you don't love it, you still do it because you're hooked on it. And that's where I want all of you to be. And it doesn't have to be the same stuff. It doesn't have to be killer hard workouts. I love yoga. I love Pilates. I love walking. I love Tai Chi. All that stuff. It's all good. And I also like CrossFit and the crazy stuff. I'm also asking you to create a circle of influence and be a part of a giant domino effect. Emotions, attitudes, and actions are so contagious. You will have an effect if you live fit or if you try to. You will have an effect on yourself and those around you. Thousands upon thousands need to hear this message. Listen, this is why I do fitness. Please start living better. And thank you so very much for doing your part if you already are. And I would love to hear from you and connect online and find out what you're doing or what's working for you or what isn't. So please head over to my blog site, tinaandersonoc.com, T-I-N-A-A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N-O-C.com. I blog and I have my social media links and my YouTube videos. And don't forget, I got to mention it. If you struggle with your veggies or fruits or getting at least one good clean meal in a day, check out my daily go-to Shakeology We now have vegan tropical strawberry and chocolate. I just got my packets today. I can't wait to start on both. I do go vegan now as much as I can. After completing the Ultimate Reset Detox, which I talked about a lot on Facebook and tweeted too, my husband and I try to get some vegan in whenever possible, and I'm probably way more vegan uh, or vegetarian than he is. It's okay if you're not. Listen, I know red meat, there's still some great qualities. Grass-fed, of course, and organic as much as you can. But on this ultimate reset that my husband and I did, and like about 10 other people have done or are doing now, it's life-changing. Kirk, my husband, lost 23 pounds in 21 days. I lost 8.2 and I've kept five of them off. And I believe a lot of that is the pH balance and not being so acidic. And the vegetarian, we we were vegan for two weeks out of the three. Amazing process. New foods changed our lives can't recommend it enough. So all that information is on my blog site as well. It's truly a life set. And by the way, as far as vegan protein, because I've researched it a lot, Sun Warrior is my favorite thus far. Sun Warrior. I add a little to my Shakeology and uh, I've got a couple more to try. So I'll let you know what I think about those. In the next few months, the upcoming podcast, Mood Boosting Superfoods, that'll be a shorter one, and an interview with a physician on fat loss. Until then... Make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread some good vibrations in the world, find something to laugh about every day, and please manage your stress before it manages you. 
This is Tina Anderson with Get Fit, Stay Healthy, asking you to do the same. And let's connect at tinaandersonoc.com. Take good care of yourselves.